Welcome to The Real 7 Show. As always, this podcast will be completely raw, unfiltered, and uncensored. Today I sit down and speak with Michael S. Gibson. Michael is a self-made multimillionaire who has founded 33 companies across 17 industries. He's a father, a mentor, and uncovers hidden revenue streams to empower entrepreneurs. So if this is a conversation you want to listen to, then buckle up. Because here we go. Gibson. I've been an entrepreneur for 32 years. I've owned, uh, I guess, going on 37, 38 companies now. Um, We primarily deal in real estate, private lending, defaulted discounted notes, tax liens, mergers, acquisitions, government-funded group homes, things of that nature. Um, We are always looking for opportunities with entrepreneurs, business owners. You know, we help people save their companies. Uh, We help people that are in trouble that lost their funding, which is happening a lot right now out there with banks pulling trillions out of the market because they know the crash is here. Um, So really we, my team convinced me to get out on social media three months ago, 90 days ago. And uh, it's starting, you know, it just took off, started resonating. We're looking for our tribe. We're using this not to make money. It's not monetized. We're not, we're not selling courses. We're not selling books. Um, I think the only thing we offer is a $97. If you want to get on a zoom call with 20, you know, 19, 20 people total and ask me anything you want to know that, you know, especially all the things I can't say on social media, we're already getting, we hit a hundred thousand followers last night, 90 days. And uh, we're already getting messed with by Instagram. We're being told by our followers, that they'll like or like and follow our page. And then the next day they'll go in and it's unfollowed. Uh, and no matter how many times they follow it, it keeps getting unfollowed and unliked. So they're already starting to mess with us and try to silence us. So they obviously don't like what we're saying. And that's how you know what we're saying is true because they don't mess with the people that are going along with the rhetoric and the bullshit. They only mess with the people that are speaking the truth. Man, and uh, so so, what was it then? Because I know you, uh, well, I, you know what, I'm just going to preface this by saying to the audience that uh, this is actually our second time doing this. So we did this podcast uh, last week, amazing conversation, um, definitely was going to be one of the top ranked conversations. I've been doing social media a long time. I know what my audience likes, and it would have been a, an amazing conversation just between two men discussing what's going on today. And um, immediately after I ended the Zoom call, dude, I've never seen it before, my laptop entirely crashed it took about i don't know 45 minutes for it to just recover the laptop it did a whole bunch of whatever the fuck it had to do um i thought that that was super odd uh went in to try to find the zoom recording and it only gave me five minutes of an over hour and a half conversation uh zoom has no recollection of it it doesn't even show that it was an hour and some odd conversation it shows that it was a five minute conversation so if that doesn't tell you something, <laughs> right, then I really don't know what will. So you definitely uh, you definitely hit the nail on the head with a little bit too much. And I seriously think that uh, I'm not too sure how long you're going to last on social media, man. I think uh, doing a little too much exposure, they don't like that at all. We are, but we're already uh, prepping. 
we're already we have redundancies in place now we have uh we're going to launch our own platform mm. um so that people can come and actually get access to the truth not only that but resources you know uh i everybody on my instagram keeps saying okay you're showing us and telling us all the problems we get it we're hearing it from other people besides you now we get it but what's the solution what do we do Okay, so I can't tell you what to do on social media. They kicked me off like that. Yeah. So I don't want to lose the platform. I've spent a lot of money uh, getting that thing going. I don't want to lose that and lose the momentum. And it is a tool for us to use, a resource. So what we're going to do is launch what's called MGTV. It was in Michael, G is in Gibson TV. And you can, I mean, I got to charge something for it, but it's like 10 bucks or something a month. So you can come and I'll talk about all the things I can't talk about on social media without getting banned uh, because we will have everything in the house. We will provide the servers, all that type of thing. And there'll be weekly Zooms where you can just get on with me and ask for anything. And I share resources. I share my connections, my knowledge, my information, everything. I don't hold back. So people are asking, okay, the food is tainted. Where do we get actual food? Well, I'm going to have those people. I'm... I've got natural, organic grocery stores reaching out to me that are the government is trying to crush and run out of business. They're reaching out to me for investments. They're reaching out to me for strategies to stay alive. We're going to provide resources for people of healthy, actual things that heal you, not the drugs the pharmaceutical companies are pushing down your throat, actual healing. If you're not aware, you can cure any disease with sound waves. Royal Rife did that back in the 50s. They put him in prison and hung him for it. Okay, if you watch Dr. Stephen Greer's new documentary that came out a couple of days ago, The Lost Century and How to Reclaim It, uh, that shows you tens of thousands of scientists and doctors since the 50s that have been coming out and trying to share with the world zero-point energy, how to cure all diseases with technology they've had forever, uh, and they get killed to shut them up or the technology gets bought out by the 13 families and they shelf it. It never sees the light of day. So we want to be a hub and a resource for people to go to kind of a one-stop shop to find the answers that you're looking for to keep you and your family safe and to turn this thing on its head and thrive through what's coming and beat them at their own game. So with all that being said, I mean, I think one of the the things that really attracted me to your page and to reach out in the first place was the fact that we we share a very common message in the way of we're not just speaking about the problems because we 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 know we both know that it's been very clickbaity it's been very advantageous for people to grow a page by just speaking about the problems because they're triggering they trigger the algorithm they kind of want people fighting so if you were to post anything about the trans community instantly goes viral because they want people infighting but what you're doing is you're 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 talking about what's happening, but you're also creating solutions. You're also trying to deprogram what people have thought about and take them in a different direction and, and start to speak about things like, listen, I want you to start to trust your instinct. I want you to start to trust your gut. Never mind what you're hearing out there. And you have a lot of very different takes about all that. So what do you think is 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 something that this community being the i guess the truth community the rebel community what is something that you feel they get wrong when trying to you know quote unquote fight for freedom so you know for me the whole community thing is just wrong from the get go that's more segregation that's mm -hmm. more us being separate 
We're not separate. We're all one. We're all part of the same being, the same God of the universe, whether it's God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Who cares? Don't get hung up on semantics. Okay. There is a creating force that uh, designed all of this throughout the universe. It's a perfect, flawless model. Okay. Um, so for me, we all have to start by realizing we're all one. We're not against each other. There's not black, white. There's not uh, rich, poor. There's not Republican, Democrat. That's what they want you to think. Because if they can divide us, it's way easier to conquer us. And they've done a damn good job up till now. Because people weren't aware that 13 families own and run and control the entire planet. All politicians are puppets. All kings and queens do what they're told. Or they're not kings and queens very long. So they're all in on it because they have no choice. You get approached by the 13 families representatives as you go up the ladder and they say, do you want to be in on this and be protected and be fabulously wealthy and famous? Or do you want to die? You and your kids and your whole family. It's not much of a choice. It's not much of an option. Yeah. Of course, you're going to save your own skin. We all have to band together and realize we outnumber them 100 million to one. In a 30-day period, we could stand up and stop all of this instantly. Stop playing the games. Don't use crypto. Say we won't buy anything if we don't buy it with right. cash, gold, or whatever we deem is valuable. You don't tell us what has value. You don't tell us how we buy and sell goods. We tell you. We are the consumer. And if we don't buy your shit, where are you? You got a warehouse full of shit you can't sell. Yeah. So who really has the power here? You? who's conned us into believing we need your shit or us who could just say we don't need it and you're bankrupt in 30 days. We have the power and people have forgotten that. Wake up and this all would stop. The killing, the famine, the infighting, the drama, the stress, it would all stop. I, I, once again, hit the nail on the head, man. I, I think that everything is, uh, you know, kind of laid out the way it's been laid out for a reason. And everything is 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 designed to just create division at every single angle. Because, I mean, forever they, they had the race war and the race war was working and it worked really well. It was very advantageous for them. We saw the yeah. game plan. We saw the way around it. And even though it made no fucking sense, I mean, so you're telling me that as human beings, we have this amazing ability to. Uh, have an immune system that fights off free radicals in the body. We can create infrastructure, design buildings. People are engineers and we can heal and we can. And you want me to liken someone down to their skin tone? It sounds really fucking shallow. You're insulting my intelligence by telling me that I should hate this person just because of the color of their skin. It was disgusting. It was a really stupid way of playing it. And it, it worked, unfortunately, for many, many years, decades and then finally, when the last three years started, they shot themselves in the foot because, well, now they were just segregating anybody who didn't want to get this fucking, you know, gene therapy injected into them. And, well, the race war kind of stopped. And you see them now trying to reignite it. And we're all like, nah, we're good. <laughs> like it's, yeah. We don't want that shit anymore. Right. So but I do want to talk to you about something. It's going to be a very hot topic because there's a lot of idiots. And I know that word is a little harsh, but I'm going to use it. It's a lot of idiots who are still investing all kinds of money in crypto. What does Michael think of crypto? Well, it's not what I think. It's what I know. The 13 families put out the crypto. Okay? If you're not aware of that, you're not in the know. And you need to sit down and shut up and let the adults talk. Mm. Okay. What that was, was to get you psychologically used to the crypto, the digital currency with the whole gold rush fever. Okay, 
Games of that scale and that size, that economy of scale, cannot fluctuate overnight up and down the way crypto did, the way the stock market does. That's how you know it's rigged. It can't naturally happen, okay? So the 13 families come. There's the entrepreneurs that are out there on the small level, and they're dabbling in this technology. Well, they go approach these people and say, hey, I need you to be the genius behind this technology we've created so I can make you a billionaire or I'll just kill you. What would you like to do? How many of those guys said, no, I don't want to be a billionaire and seem like a genius to everybody. I'll turn that offer down. Okay. Now it was all about conditioning people. Like I said, blinding you with the gold rush fever, thinking you're going to be super rich overnight. Sure. You got super rich on paper. Where's that money at today? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, any billionaires or even multimillionaires created by crypto today? I know a lot of people that lost millions. I don't know anybody that made millions and got to take their money and run. They left it in too long, just like being at the craps table at Vegas. And eventually the house always wins. Yeah. So you've heard the term, the greatest transfer of wealth in human history. That was a big part of it. They're stealing your wealth. Why are they doing it now? They're doing it with stocks. They're doing it with crypto. They're doing it with inflation. Why now? Why is it all converging simultaneously to make it harder and harder to survive? to make your dollar go for uh, less and less far. Why is that? Because the less resources you have when they finally pull the trigger on you, the less ability you have to resist and fight. And the faster you're gonna cave to your knees and say, I'll take the digital, just turn the money back on so life can go back to normal. That's mm. what's coming next. Remember I told you so, it's all a scam. Get out while you can because the government, and there, there are no governments, just so you know. Those are all professional wrestlers, good guys, bad guys, playing their roles and their scripts according yep. to what the 13 families say. Because if you don't, you're not in power very long. They'll remove you or kill you, period, end of story. So the government will come out, each government around the world, and there are no countries. By the way, they own the entire planet. And of course, they put people in place to do exactly what they did with the race war. They've got to get us all fighting each other. They've got to get us thinking this country's after that country. They hate each other. They're at war. Bullshit. The 13 families fund both sides of every war. They not only start them, they fund them. The Rothschilds have funded every both sides of every war since yeah. the Napoleonic War. Look it up. It's not uncommon knowledge. You can find it if you look. People just don't want to know that this stuff is true because then right. the world becomes a scary place. When they realize and wake up, it's all a scam. You've been lied to about everything. So. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Yorco. All of us know how important our health is, and Yorco has your health as its top priority. From white pine tincture to give you that daily dose of high-quality vitamin C and boost the immune system, to all-natural healing salves and soaps for day-to-day -day use. Everything is all-natural, handcrafted, and 100% all-Canadian with zero harmful ingredients. We all know almost all store-bought products and over-the-counter medications are causing a world of problems for us and our families. So keep you and your family safe with all-natural herbal remedies from Yorko. Visit www.realyorko.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off your purchase. That's www.realyorko.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off of your purchase. Now back to the pod.
They will create the crash. It's already happening now. It will begin to accelerate after July 1st, once the FedNow system is in place, which is the infrastructure that runs the digital programmable currency, the CBDC, Biden bucks, some people are calling it, okay? It's already in place. And in fact, if you aren't aware, you can go to my Facebook page and see that the UN already has their one world crypto coin already prepared. That's spoken of in Revelations, a one world monetary system. That's it. So as soon as each country crashes their economy and then puts their own CBDC in or programmable digital currency, now all paper money is extinct. That will happen within 18 months or sooner. I think sooner, I'll give it 18 months just to be safe. Now, again, I'm not a genie. I can't give you exact times. Nobody can except for the people running the scams. I'm not one of them, so I can't give you exact time. I can give you windows of times, but they can do things that delay it. Somebody could sabotage something, whatever, that delays the plan. But the plan will remain the same, and the agendas will remain the same. And what they have to do to us to get their in-game agendas achieved will stay the same. So everything I tell you will happen will happen unless we stop them period, end of story. Go back on my Facebook page for the last three years and see if every single thing I said and put on there is not happened, has not happened already. Most of it has. The things that haven't happened yet are happening right now. I've not been wrong about a single thing I put on there. That tells you I know what the hell I'm talking about. It's not that hard to put the pieces together once you see the in-game agenda of 2030 and what they've got to do to get us all there which is depopulation, living in 15-minute prisons. They call them smart cities. Yeah. Okay, and they've got the rest of the world for their playground. They depopulate the planet to 500 million people, which has been sitting on a huge 120,000-pound stone monolith in the downtown of Savannah, Georgia, since the 70s, I believe. The first thing chiseled on the damn thing is depopulate the planet to 500 million people and keep it there. Weirdly enough, it just blew up this past year. What about that? Because it was getting attention. People were starting to wake up to the fact they put this out there right in front of your face for a long freaking time. 50, 60 years it's been out there in your face and you've just ignored it. You can't ignore it anymore. It's life or death now. Pay attention. Wake up. Do something about it. Mm. So... With the Georgia Guidestones, and this is another thing that I want people to really start to pay attention to, is the same people that tell you all of the time, oh, don't trust the media, don't listen to the media. And there's just a few of them that know what they're talking about, but largely you get these QAnon dumbasses who just completely take a little itty-bitty piece of truth and turn it into a whole bunch. Oh, the Queen's funeral, there's a Q on the ground. Ooh, look, there's a symbol. Oh, it's 3 o'clock. 3 plus 2 is 5, and then 5 plus 6 is 11, and 11 yes. means 20. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, that shit just, dude, it gets way out of control. But when you see things like the the Georgia Guidestones, which is the the stone you were referring to, now a lot of people said, "Oh, look, there's a video of it. You know, a lightning bolt coming and hitting it." And it's like, listen to me, it, the things that can be doctored now, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it takes two seconds for AI to just conjure right. up a video that is completely. They didn't. That that's not what happened. Some very rich people had these things fucking destroyed because yes. they needed to be destroyed because too many people right. started to do exactly what you said. It started to become a magnified thing, and people were starting to say, "Oh shit, there's the plan," and the plan is right here, carved in stone, not yes. on paper, not on a video, carved in stone. But what I would like to ask you is, we've just mentioned all of this. We know what is coming. 
So how, in your mind, do you think people should prepare for what is to come? Well, in my opinion, and I can't give financial advice or I could get in big, big trouble. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a CPA. But lawyers and CPAs take advice from me. I can tell you that. I have meetings with them all the time. And they're like, damn, I didn't think of that. Damn, that was a great idea. That's a great structure. Wow, that's awesome. Anyway, do what you want. I don't care. I'm just telling you what I do. I don't put any more than two to four weeks of money in the bank at a given time. Because when they shut the money off, it will be gone. And don't give me that shit of, oh, it's FDI insured. Do you know how small, how fractional the actual money in that fund is compared to the losses that are going to be suffered? There ain't going to be money to pay you back. They'll just bankrupt the fund. Don't be stupid. Use your common sense. What happened to Lehman Brothers? What happens to any company that their losses exceed their cash on hand or revenue? It's bankrupt. Just like Social Security, it's all a scam. It will collapse. Okay, start thinking about this stuff with logic. Stop being spoon-fed your truth by people that are using and manipulating you and profiting off your misery and suffering. Stop it. Listen, you've got a voice inside you. God put a voice in all of us. A lot of us call it our gut, our instinct, our intuition. That's God's voice. Shut off all this noise of the media and all this brainwashing and all this neuro-linguistic programming they'll pull on you. I do the same shit, man, when I'm negotiating deals. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll make people think the thing that they chose is their decision. No, I just laid out five choices that were all my choices. I went at all of them. You chose one. I won. Okay, yeah. that's the same thing they do. They're rigging the game, rigging the board. If you can't identify the sucker at the table in the first 20 minutes, you are the sucker. So if you're not controlling these games, get out of the game. Stop playing it. So get your money out of the bank. Start to keep some on hand because when the money gets shut off, you're going to need cash. You know, you're not going to want to have to fool and go, where can I find somebody that'll take gold or silver coins? You need some cash on hand because it will still hold value from the time they cut it off until they implement the digital currency, which will be about anywhere from two weeks to three months. Who knows how long? I don't know. They've got to let it go on long enough to where you're suffering. You're out of food. The stores will be cleaned out in three days. Period. End of story. If you didn't realize that with COVID, when the money wasn't cut off, you think that was a panic and a run on the stores. Just wait till you see what happens when they shut the money off. There'll be riots and the stores will be cleaned out within three days. Mobs, looting, everything. Every man for himself. Okay. Now, this is just facts. You can watch what happened in other countries all over the world. When their currency collapsed, same thing's going to happen here. Now, they can't let it go on for too long, or it'll just be total pandemonium and anarchy. So they won't be able to rein it back in. That's why they've got to go long enough to create enough pain and suffering with people where they'll say, look, just do whatever. They'll come out and go, hey, lucky for us, we've been preparing for a time just like that because we knew the bankers were corrupt and evil. Even though they're all in on the scam, they're being they're just doing what they're told to do. Yeah. So. We've got a digital currency and that'll stop all this stuff from happening. It won't be in the evil banker's hands anymore. It'll be in our hand and we'll watch out for you. So they even paint themselves as a savior, even though they created the crisis. Okay. So during that window, money shut off. Cryptos, you got 30 days turning your cash or it's worthless. People will sell things dirt cheap. Okay. I mean, 
just to provide, just to keep the lights on, just to eat. So if you've got cash on hand, you will be able to pick up things dirt cheap. Now, you don't want to have a lot of cash on hand because it's going to be going down in value. Okay, but gold will skyrocket during that period. Yeah. So you want to have small denominations of gold, silver, whatever you're comfortable with, and you sure as hell don't want to keep it in somebody else's bank, somebody else's safe, and you don't want to tell people you're hoarding this stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't want to find out the hard way your neighbor isn't really a loving neighbor at all. all right. All right, because people do desperate things during desperate times. So that'll get you through the crash. You need 30 to, or three months of food, water, Whatever necessities, medicine, if you need it, uh, you might want to look into a generator. And I don't mean gas power, because if they shut the electric off, like they're saying they may do, to create more panic and more suffering, the gas pumps won't work. I used to own a gas station, so I know. So you're going to want a solar-powered generator or something else. There's solar, there's wind, there's hydro, there's there's electromagnetic. You'd have to YouTube and find these things. There's lots of alternative sources for generators to run on, not just gas. Do your homework. They're not cheap, so you better go ahead and grab them now while you can because they're going to skyrocket too. The demand, there won't be any. So um, preparing the best way you can to keep you and your family comfortable for up to three months is the best thing you can do and get your money out of the banks before they seize it. It's already happening all over the world. Banks are being burnt to the ground. They have dump trunk loads of U.S. currency being delivered to be burned in other countries. I get videos sent to me from all over the world every day with people's cell phones, people I have connections with, cell phone videos showing me this stuff is happening because they have a blackout on it in the news here in America. They don't want you knowing this is happening. They don't want you knowing our currency is already worthless around the world. Everybody's dumping it. Everyone, even the president of Africa or South Africa, I can't remember which one. I've got so much going on, dude. It's hard to keep all this stuff straight. Plus I ain't got time, but he even gave a press conference two, three, four weeks ago, laughing, telling everyone in his country, you better hurry and dump the dollar. It's already worthless. We all know it. You better hurry up and trade it in before you lose it all. So it's already known everywhere, but here we'll be the last to know because they don't want you preparing for what's coming. Hmm. So honestly, if you had plenty of, of cash, gold, silver, whatever, food, water to last three months, and we just said, nope, we're not participating. We're hmm. not doing shit. We're not even going to work. We're just going to sit here until you turn the money back on and stop all this shit. They couldn't last three months. It would all collapse in on itself. The game they set up, they have to have the revenue. Yeah, it, it, they they require our dollar, correct. And and it, and it makes you and that's what I mean. Not the dollar, not the American dollar. That they they require our dollars to keep this shit going. Now I had somebody on my podcast on uh, Monday, a uh, veteran who was talking about th- this same scenario, and he was just kind of like, "Look, man, if they need our money." How would they be able to enforce anything to pay the people to enforce their policy if we're not right. giving them the money to pay the people? So it's really this this absolutely broken cycle that they have set up. And sure, it's it's great for them while it works. But the it's moment that you a hundred percent it is hundred percent it is it's same thing as you know mortgages for houses like houses is one of the biggest scams ever is is real estate to to a 
yeah, basically the bank is the only person that benefits off of the house. Like you don't own who shit. Owns the, who owns all the money, the financial system, the fed, who owns all that? The 13 families, every game on the planet is set up and it all leads back to the 13 families who are behind the scenes, pulling all the strings. Yeah. It's no different than setting up shell corps. You go into a grocery store. Looks like there's thousands of companies that put their products in there. You know how many there really are that provide every product in that store? Six. Who owns those six corporations? Ultimately, if you go far enough up the chain, it's the 13 families. Mm -hmm. They create the illusion of choice. Just like this country's democracy, it has an illusion of choice. Yeah. There is no choice. They decide who's winning the elections. They decide everything behind the scenes, just like pro wrestling. And then they get out in front of the cameras and play their roles yeah. for entertainment and distractions. That's it. It's a magic trick. Look over here. Don't look over here what I'm really doing. Look over here at the distraction. And they're doing all this over here. It's a magic trick. Nothing more. And it always has been. It's it's something that people really just haven't recognized. And it goes even beyond that. It goes to, you know, look, you look at the company that owns, I believe it's like 15% of every single product that's ever sold. You take a, pro a company like Vanguard, and then you look at the, the symbolism of their logo, and that's the pirate ship. Well, you look at how they've kept you all enslaved, and you look at something called maritime admiralty law, and, and how they, you know, everything has to do with the water, and you're nothing more than a dead entity. You're a vessel. The moment you sign that birth certificate, you've signed your life. Life over to the system you mean nothing you're a frozen asset while you're alive this is why they give you the pharmaceuticals they poison the air they poison the water to get you back in the ground quicker so that they can claim their asset back and that's it poof on to the next so basically all they're doing is just having you birth babies in order to fucking because guess what happens when you abort a child well same thing they get that asset immediately rather than having to wait 75 years for it Right. So this is what people need to understand is that there's so much that is happening and we are quite literally nothing but a conduit for finance. And and that's how they use people. So when you start telling people how to use their money and how to buy gold and silver, would you say that gold, silver and precious metals is going to be one of the most hot commodities now and in the future? I love how they're putting out all this misinformation, these psyops about gold and silver, diamonds are all going to be worthless. Crazy. They have value since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. The beginning of time. Yeah. We won't even bring the Anunnaki into it, why they came here to begin with, which was gold. Since the beginning of recorded time, it's always held value. It always will. It's not just a monetary source. It has untold uses and values from a scientific standpoint, from just a usefulness standpoint, the things mm -hmm. you can do with gold are unlimited. And that's aside from the monetary value. So yes, it's always good. I don't give a shit what these talking heads are telling you. They're lying. They're in on the scam. If you're not aware, the media is controlled by the CIA, has been since 53. 1953 is when the CIA started putting their own operatives in every news outlet in the country. Look up Project Mockingbird. And watch mm -hmm. where they videoed hundreds and hundreds of news stations from around the country, from the East Coast to the West, on a single night. And they all parroted the exact same words. How's that possible if they're all individually owned like they claim it is? It's not. They're all using the same script because it's all propaganda and brainwashing for you. And you think it's real. Mm. 
it it kind of makes you wonder the world that is perceived by the average person today imagine what this looks like just just take yourself out of out of your shoes pretend you're not michael for a minute pretend you're just a normal person who lives in the rat race consumes all the pharmaceuticals doesn't take care of their health morbidly obese just trying to get through day to day imagine how what you're saying right now sounds to the average quote-unquote normie right it must sound like you're absolutely out of your fucking mind meanwhile it sounds so crazy and that's why people won't believe what's being told to them because it sounds so outlandish but when you're told a lie so many times and told that lie in confidence that's exactly what happened over the last three years it just kept repeating the same lie over and over and over and over and over to the point where people are like well fuck i mean yeah, it sounds crazy, but they keep saying it. So now it's in your head that that's the truth. So now individuals like ourselves sound crazy. And they've created a a, a, a diluted version of the, the modern human. And I know you see this all the time. When you say something that's, you know, you just touch on something very small and all you get back is that fluoride's there. Just completely dumbfounded and gone from reality, right? But on another topic, now... Well, let me speak to what you just said about saying the same lie over and over. Yep. That's called gaslighting, if you're not aware. Yep. Yep. Get a book on gaslighting. I was married to one. That's how I learned so much about it and can see through the bullshit so easily. It's gaslighting. You're looking at the sky, and you know the sky is blue, but they're telling you the sky is red. And they keep saying it until you go, well, it looks kind of red if you look at it from the side. Well, maybe Mm -hmm. it is kind of red. The next day, it's red. It's red. Well does kind of look red today. If I tell you a human being is 16 times easier to condition and brainwash than a lab rat. Have you ever watched the documentary on Netflix called Social Dilemma? Mm. Where the creators of all these social media sites, a lot of the founders and the actual tech people that created the technology that runs it, quit in protest and have come out on that documentary telling people this is all a brainwashing tool we engineered it that way it started off in laboratories with lab rats and once we realized human beings are way more susceptible to the brainwashing than a rat we turned it on human beings and they quit once they realized because they didn't know they were going to use it on the population right and they quit in protest and came out and started blowing the whistle Anybody that's not seen that needs to go watch it immediately. The Social Dilemma on Netflix. So with all of that being said, I'll touch on that briefly, just with the even just the television. Um, If you look at just the meaning of certain words and, and how they were created and what they were created for, let's talk about television real quick. Now, the television was patented. You can look up the the. I was just trying to find it right now real quick, but you finished your talking. Um the television is straight up patented as a mind control device that is in the right. patent itself. That is in the literature of the patent. Now you right. could call me a, a conspiracy theory. I just laugh at you at this point. Right. I mean, you're, you're just basically, I'm, I'm a fortune teller, right? That's that, that's what I, you know, prefer to be uh, recognized as, but so th- if that's a, you know, the tell lie vision is given to you. And then on the tell lie vision, they have these things called programs 
and channels. Well, if you channel something into yourself, right, if you channel in the negativity from the news, well, now you're programmed to channel that negativity into you and walk around and parrot the stupid fucking message that you hear on there. And that's why the social, it, it, it's, when you look at social media and the way that it was created and even the names they give it, they tell you, well, it's the World Wide Web. The spider's got you in the web. You go on the internet, right? Like you, you're just like a fish, bro. Just caught in the net. Like, and people don't see that the the obvious has been laid out right in front of you when you look at Twitter. Why Twitter? Well, Operation Mockingbird. They're telling you by using the little bird, right? That they're they're telling you exactly. And what's the platform that has had the most you know bullshit happen around it over the last little while? Well, it's been Twitter, right? And then who can control the narrative better? And, oh, Elon's a good guy. Oh, okay. You know, Mr. Wanna Put a Fucking Chip in Your Brain is the good guy now, right? Now let's keep acting like that's true. But uh, now, with all this being said and, and everything that we've talked about now, I know that you weren't always this guy, right? Like, there's there's obviously a process that leads up to becoming, for one, educated, and for two, just a man. So what was your process to bring you to this point just as a human being outside of all of the, you know, any of the, uh, you know, let's call it conspiracy talk or business? What's that journey been like for you? It was tough. Waking up is very difficult. It's a hard process. Um, and they, they talk about this uh, where someone will get kidnapped and they form some type of attachment to their abuser or their kidnapper. Mm. I think it's called Stockholm syndrome or something like of that nature. Yeah. Um, so that even if they get a chance to escape, it's too scary out there. I'd rather have the known unhealthy, you know, dysfunctional thing than get out there in some unnew place. Once I realize everything's a lie, well, shit, what can I even count on now? Yeah. There's nothing that I thought was true is true. Well, I would rather just sit right here, keep mm. my head in the sand. At least it's nice and warm here. They get out there and take my chances trying to rebuild myself from scratch. So for me, it was a 15-year-long period. Mm. Once I finally, finally let go of holding on to all the dogma and all the brainwashing and all the lies, uh, I was in a state of depression for quite some time until God finally just let me know, man, it's okay. Because I even damaged my relationship with him. Because once I realized that religion was hijacked also and full of manipulation and fear tactics and all this yeah. garbage. That was the one thing I thought I could count on because I didn't really have a family growing up. It was super toxic and abusive. I've been on my own since I was 15, living in a car. Um, and so God's all I ever had to cling on to. So once that stripped away, well, holy shit, the whole world is shifting beneath your feet. Yeah. And that is very unpleasant. But over time, as I let go of the fear and the terror that that caused me, he let me know it's okay, man. I got you. Now let me rebuild you and open your eyes like a newborn. Let me teach you about the world the way it really is. Okay, now the, the whole scam of the world and the games, that was easy to see because I'm in business and that's nothing but business strategy. Okay, uh, winning on a deal, winning at a sport. That's all strategy, manipulation, you know, mind games. When I was playing football, you know, you line up against somebody, you talk shit to them. You try to get in their head because if you get in their head, you've got them. All right. So that's the same thing. So that didn't bother me nearly as much as the whole religion thing. But um, it is a process. It's a long process. And it's learning how to trust that voice inside of you instead of trusting human beings who are just repeating the same rhetoric that they were taught since birth. 
A lot of them don't even know it's lies. Let's take churches. And when I say this about churches, people attack me all the time. Stop trying to destroy church. I have nothing against churches. I have something against what they're teaching mm. because it's a lie. Yep. Okay. I'm not talking about Jesus. He was real. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying there's not a God. Absolutely. There is a creator of the universe, but the whole fear mongering, the whole, you got to go through us to have a relationship, the whole, the whole gosh, man, I don't know how deep you want to get in this. Let's do it. As every deep time as you want, have man. A conversation, you don't know how deep people want to go and it offends and I lose followers every time they hear me talk about this because it's more than people can take. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. Is. God is the last stronghold that they have hijacked to control us because that's mm -hmm. the toughest one to let go of first. And like I said, not the fact that there isn't a God because there absolutely is, yep. but the fact of the truth about God and how you have a relationship with him. So for me, I had to get away from men telling me things, men that didn't know it was a lie, just like I didn't know. And I started going out to the woods, started mm -hmm. going out in nature by myself. And just, and actually the person that, that brought this into my life and really magnified it on the spiritual side was a girl named Carrie Black. She's an organic chemist. She's been published in scientific journals for her work. Um, and she started opening my eyes to other religions, not just Christianity. And then I started noticing, you know what? There's a lot of common threads in these things. And that feels like the truth to me. That resonated inside in my soul. And that's God telling you, ding, ding, ding. You're on something now. Yeah. And the things that didn't resonate, the dogma, the fear mongering, uh, the God waiting to condemn you stuff, that never resonated with me. And that stuff just started falling away as the love and the community and the truth started taking hold inside of me. And it was a process over time. Also bringing in shrooms, mushrooms, psilocybin, yeah, treatments into it was pivotal into quieting the ego, that voice that's always happening mm -hmm. in our head. And it's never a positive thing. Quieting that thing and shutting it off and letting the voice of God speak loud and clear in you. Shrooms are phenomenal for that. There now, there's mountains of research about it for PTSD, yep. mm -hmm. which I had through all the trauma I suffered, uh, for brain damage. They literally know it heals brain damage now because yep. they've told us forever that brain damage is irreversible most of the times. Bullshit. It is not. Mushrooms regrow new neural pathways. It's doing amazing things. That's why they're now legalizing it, just like marijuana. In all these states, I think it's legal in three, four states already, and it'll keep going because there's just too much evidence uh, that God gave it to us. It's all natural. It's here for us to benefit us and to heal our souls from all the damage this world uh, invites upon us. So for me, it was a journey of, of going to him and saying, look, I want to know the truth. I don't care what it is. I just want to know. I don't care how scary it is. And over the next five years, wow, was it a, a just a mind-blowing journey and just a process of him bringing more and more people, more and more resources, more and more evidence around the planet. Mm -hmm. Because the whole story of who we are, where we came from, why we were created is told worldwide by all the ancient civilizations on the planet. Yeah, The only one that doesn't tell the same story is Christianity. Because the Bible was hijacked by Emperor Constantine and altered. Most people are aware the books were taken out of the Bible. 
because if they were left in, you would find out that the story matches all the rest of the stories around the planet. And they don't yep. want that. So they took them out so you wouldn't know. Then they altered things. A God that if you want to know the truth, the real translation of the Bible, look up Paul Wallace on YouTube. Okay, look up his channel. He worked for the Vatican for 30 years. He got excommunicated because he wouldn't shut up about the mistranslations that are all throughout the Old Testament of the Bible. The mm -hmm. Old Testament of the Bible isn't even referring to the God of the universe. It's referring to a race of people called the Anunnaki that convinced humans back then that they were gods. They were not. I, When it comes to religion, which if you look at the etymology of it, it means to re-legion. And that's what I never liked about it, is you're re-legioning the self, the soul, to an ideology. And that's that's never good, because an ideology oh. was just an it was just an idea. It's a cult, exactly. But the moment that you call it a cult, people seem to get very, very offended because, oh, this is the spoken word, and it's been spoken for thousands of years. And even if you go into the uh, the uh, um, apostolic or whatever fucking churches, they, they talk about, you know, uh, things that have been talked about for, you know, thousands of years. And I'm like, well, that that's great, but... Pre all of that, there was also a system worldwide. Like, how is it that the Mayans and the Egyptians, who are completely separate from each other, had a lot of the same pyramids, a lot of the same designs, the same beliefs, talked about the same gods? They didn't have the ability to just hop in a plane and go see each other. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have fucking boats to go see each other. How How is that possible then? How is it that every other you know ideology back in the day where everybody was somehow communicating under this this one world religion that if you go back into see religious origin is is my realm of study religious origin etymology talking about the michael tessarians the ralph ellis's the people who truly ha have a good understanding and have gone back into the symbology of entire civilizations of people and the only people that get it wrong is the christians and even when you talk to the muslims the muslims always say listen one day, I believe this is in the Quran, where it's something to the effect of them saying, one day Christians will come to the truth and realize how close they were. Mm. As in, you're 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 right fucking there, man. But the books that have been taken out, and it's like, well, to prove to you that they've been taken out, well, underneath the Vatican lies kilometers of hidden knowledge. Absolutely. Right? And, and it's Paul like... Wallace was one of those guys who worked for them and had access bingo. to that. Exactly. And so, they even go to listen to somebody. Someone like that is who you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. All religions have been hijacked. None of them are pure. Right. They all have slivers of the truth. Mm -hmm. Men came in, took. So the truth of God in the universe is like a rope. It's a lot of different strands wound mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Okay. To make a super strong rope. That's the truth of God. Men came in and peeled off a sliver, a string, mm -hmm. and then wrapped it in dogma and fear mongering and control tactics and yep. called it a religion. That's why there are so many religions, because everybody wants you to think they've got the one. Right, okay, exactly. Muhammad never said anything about go slaughter people who mm -hmm. don't believe. That's what the Anunnaki told people to do in the Old Testament. God never says that. That's not a God of love. That's a psychopath. Mm -hmm. That ain't my God. My God's right. a God of love. He set up the world for us to benefit, for all of it is our benefit, set up to benefit our souls, to refine our souls so that we can become perfect and reconvene with him as one one day, okay? Christianity also took uh, reincarnation out of the Bible. Why would they do that? Every other religion on the planet, every other ancient text speaks of reincarnation as fact. 
And the Bible used to have that in there as fact till Constantine took it out. Why would he take it out? Why would he not want you to know that you come back over and over and over and experience different perspectives, different bodies, different beings, different things, uh, everything. You've got to know what it's like to be everything before you can truly have the wisdom and the knowledge and the perspective to be perfect in your soul. Okay. Why would he not want you to do that? Why would he want you to think that you get to come here once? And if you don't do what they tell you to get to God, you go burn in a pit of fire for all eternity. Doesn't that sound like fear mongering to you? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound similar to the bullshit they put out about COVID? Okay. Whenever someone needs fear tactics to convince you of something, you're being manipulated. You're being controlled. You're being lied to God doesn't need manipulation and fear tactics to control you. He's nothing but love and grace and forgiveness, just like a good parent would be to his child or her child. You're not sitting there going, don't touch that stove. It's hot. And then going, I want you to touch it. Touch that stove, because when you touch it, I'm going to come down and punish you. No. You'll let them touch it because they want to touch it to find out. There's something in there has to know. Okay, touch it. I did this to my kids. All right, you don't believe me? Touch it. They Mm -hmm. touch it. Oh, gosh, Dad. They look at you horrified. Didn't I tell you? I tried to save you from it, but you didn't want to listen. So I needed you to experience it so that you can know not only that you can trust what I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. but you now know what it's like to touch a hot stove. And you're not going to go touch it again, I guarantee you. That's the way God works. He'll let you have free will and choose things that bring pain and suffering in. But those are actually the greatest gifts he ever gave us. And we're taught to run from pain and suffering. Avoid it at all cost. Right. Pleasure seek. Go go drink some. Go have sex all over the place. Go do whatever feels good. Get away from all the pain. Because they don't want you enlightening. They don't want you elevating and reaching your full potential. And that involves pain. I don't know why. I wish it wasn't. Believe me. I wish it was all rainbow and sunshine Mm. and marshmallows. It's not. It's pain. It's suffering. It's grinding. It's freaking the strong survive and the strong elevate. And that's the way it's set up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then to, to kind of really back what you're saying, for one, if you start to go into nature on your own, and there's a reason that I hunt, there's a reason that I'm drawn to being out there by myself with nothing but me, land, and you know the the unforgiving part of nature. Nature is very unforgiving. Nature is pain. You know, when you go and look at a tree, you think like, oh my God, you know, this tree grew out of the ground is so beautiful. Do you know the violence that it took for that tree to get there? Do you know the pain, the struggle, the wind, the potential, you know, lightning hitting it, the the the, the rain, the snow, the freezing, the thawing, the all of it that the tree had to go through to get there, it's all violence. Nature is is the most beautiful form of chaos. And it reminds us a lot of ourselves. I mean, when you look at things like a tree and then you look at our lungs, so you mean the things that purifies our air looks exactly like the thing, you know, that provides us with the air for us to, it makes no mistakes. When you look at the streams of all these rivers and shit, well, when you look at their pattern and zoom out on the map, it looks a lot like your veins, right? Like the life force. Well, we're 70% water until you look at us at the cellular level and then we're 90 plus percent water. So it kind of lets you know, like, well, if we are nature and nature is us, 
then obviously that's where we need to be. Hence why they created the concrete jungle. Hence why they took the beauty out of architecture. Now everything is just a square, shitty looking box. Hence why when you look at a city from the top, every city now looks just like a motherboard. It looks just like a computer chip. Why? Because it's all just a system. They're trying to keep you locked into their little system, and they don't want people going out into nature. That's why in COVID, for whatever reason, they decided to shut you off from camping. They decided to disconnect you from the land. Why? Because the moment that you start to ground yourself, bare feet to ground, you start to recognize, oh, shit. You know, there is something more. You mean the negative ions from Earth all of a sudden just basically take whatever's wrong with me and truly ground me and take any, you know, issues that I had and the overcharge from the overstimulation of my cell phone, the Wi-Fi, the 5G, the news, the all the shit seems to go away the moment you put your feet on the ground. So, of course, they need to disconnect you from all of that. Now, something that you said there really resonates, and there's a reason that I have it in all of my uh, Instagram profiles. There's a little quote there, and they all say, presence during pain. And the reason that that's put there, I'm an individual who's lost a child. We uh, we had our son, it would be, what, six, seven years ago now, and uh, he had something called congenital diaphragmatic hernia. Long story short, he uh, went in for surgery. Surgery was a success. We left for all of 20 minutes, got a call. He had a massive heart attack and stroke. We came back, had to make the hardest fucking decision of our lives, and they told us, look, we could keep him alive, but he is going to be alive via machines only. There is no quality of life. He will never see. He will never be able to walk. He'll never. So what, wow. what kind of quality of life is that for us, right? So we made the hard decision. We went to uh, something called the hospice center. The family's got to say goodbye. Me and my wife got to hold him as he passed away. Wow. Hardest thing I've ever had to go through in my life. You want to wow. talk about testing you as a human being? That 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 completely shattered me. That took me like a plate, dude, and just dropped me on the concrete. And I didn't even know where I was. I felt like I was floating in the ether, just floating in the black of, of whatever this experience is, and just couldn't bring myself back together. I couldn't bring the pieces of the plate back together to be used as a tool again. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed was, if you're real with yourself, in those times and you actually look at yourself in the mirror and start to challenge the fact that life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I looked at myself and was dead honest and realized that I wasn't ready to be a father to a boy yet. And wow. that was something that truly sparked something in me that said, holy shit, they have us completely desensitized to the feeling of pain in every way, shape or form. Because when we start to re like truly recognize how beneficial pain is and how much you learn because it fucking hurts. You remember pain. Well, if they can numb you from all the pain, don't experience pain. It's all good. There's a pill for that. Michael, sure. don't, don't worry about it. There's a psychiatrist to help you get through your problems. It has nothing to do with you looking into the self and going into nature and truly figuring it out. No, 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 no. There, there's somebody for you. There's a pill for you. There's something for that. Don't worry. Don't stress. No, 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 no. There's been plenty of experiments done on two groups of people, two equal groups, and, and those who identify stress as something bad are stressed and it negative, negatively affects them. Those who think that stress is just fine, bring it on. No problem. I benefit off stress. They have nothing but good outcomes. Correct. So it goes to show you how we've been completely sabotaged into believing that pain is the enemy. Dude, pain is the single-handed most valuable force that every single man, woman, and child that has ever 
been born on the planet. You don't believe me? Look at nature. Everything in nature is pain. Go look at, they're not guaranteed their next meal. They don't know when they're going to get water again. Look at what happens when there's a forest fire, your entire home's gone. What do they do? They just keep fucking moving. They keep trying to survive. The will to live, that's the beauty of life. We're not much different. But for some reason, we seem to think that we need to be numb to all the world's pain and everything is just going to be just fine. And look where it's gotten us. We're not different at all. We're no different than nature. We're Everything is connected. Everything is one. And right. great examples of the trees and the riverways and the waterways looking exactly like we look on the inside. It's 100% mm -hmm. truth. And we've, we've, we've forgotten that truth. Mm -hmm. The key to life, truly, and I've just learned this in the last 10 years, is, and everywhere I look in my life now is beauty. I'm surrounded mm -hmm. by beauty. Um, everywhere I go, beautiful people, beautiful things, beautiful opportunities, beautiful experiences, beautiful wisdom, beautiful uh, engagements. The key to life is finding the beauty in the midst of the pain, finding the art. That's why the greatest art comes out of the greatest pain. So mm. if you see someone, and I'm big into, we're wanting to start a music label and change the music industry, the way it's done, the way artists get paid, uh, because they're just used and abused like cattle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, same thing in the sports. We're, we're acquiring a, a sports agency to represent athletes because they just get used and abused like cattle until yeah. the playing days are done, they're spit out, and there's a new guy coming in behind them. They mm -hmm. don't give a shit about you. So we're going to change all that. But um, uh, so the people that create the, the most beautiful works of art, the most beautiful music are the people that went through the most horrific things you yeah. can imagine. Once yeah. you learn their story, you're just like, holy shit, I'd have blown my brains out. But mm -hmm. out of that pain and suffering came the most beautiful things that you could ever imagine, just like in nature. Out of that chaos and pain and destruction comes the most beautiful things you could ever imagine. I don't understand why God created it that way, but he knows way more than we know. Right. So it's not for us to know. Who are we to question him? We're just here to enjoy his creation. The problem is we've been lied to and conditioned to forget how to enjoy and maximize the joy from his creation because we all run from pain. Pain is just part of it. If you can't handle pain, hit the door, man. You're not meant for the ride, not this ride, not the beautiful ride. Yeah. Okay. But honestly, everybody's got it in you. Everybody has. Men have the warrior in them, the gladiator in them, and the soft feminine side that his family needs, mm. that his wife needs when he comes home, that his children need where he can wrap his arms around him and just share his love with him and leave that warrior at the door. Save it for out there in the battles and the dragons that you're going to have to fight every day to protect your family. Okay. So we've all got it all inside us and they've led us astray. The 13 families have led us astray and brainwashed us all into chasing our tails. We're chasing ghosts. It has no value. It has no depth. It doesn't feed your soul. In fact, it drains your soul. Everything yeah. we chase and value in today's world just sucks your soul dry until there's nothing left. You're sick. You're old. You're dead. That's all they want. Profit off of you, leading you astray. You're blind sheep chasing things you're never going to catch. You want to make money? I can show you how to make millions of dollars sitting on your couch 
and I prove it every single day in our free masterclass. You don't need, the way you think you make money, you can't imagine how easy money is to make because you've been lied to that you go get a job, you go to school, you get in debt, you spend four years of your life giving them your money, burying yourself in debt to go get a shitty job that you hate, to work for the next 30 years while you save all your pennies that you can scrape together while not living a phenomenal life in a 401k that they steal from you every 10 to 12 years with these bubbles and bullshit crashes that they engineer just to get to retirement. And then you realize I don't have enough to retire on. I got to go get another part-time job just to survive. You think that's what God put us here for? Are you out of your fucking mind? You mm. think you don't deserve more than that? You think he didn't create you for more than that? Mm. Why the hell are you listening to these people? I just don't get it. They're lying to your face. Somewhere deep inside of you, you know what I'm saying is true. Yeah. You know that you're worth more than what you've received. You know you're worth more than what you've settled for. And you've only settled for it because they brainwashed you into believing that's what you're worth. The reason I accepted dysfunctional women in my life and went through 15 years of hell is because my parents treated me like shit and didn't love me. So therefore, it convinced me that I didn't deserve love. I wasn't worthy of it. Nothing could be further from the truth. It, I, I had to learn that lesson to find my real value. Unfortunately, it took me 50 years, but still I got there. That's all that matters. And now I can stop that chain with my own children. And instill in them, you are worthy. You're worthy of love. You're beautiful enough. You're smart enough. You're worthy of greatness. And God has put greatness in every single one of us. And the 13 families have robbed it from you every step of your life because they've convinced you of all the lies. And that's what you're chasing and spending your time on. Break free. Get out to nature. Start talking to God and see how your life changes. So when it comes to you know, people working in this this system that's been created with the nine to five. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that that now, I guess, entrepreneurship has become a, a very hot topic. But again, it's been something that's been completely, you know, hijacked by anybody who decides to just, you know, do something on their own. Now you're an entrepreneur. And it's like, well, you know, I've seen many entrepreneurs like me and my business partner went through fucking hell to get to where we are today. And by no means where we're not rich. And yeah, I still have to, you know, put in the work, but it's kind of just part of the gig. I mean, do I want to create something for my children so that they don't have to go to, you know, through this whole nine to five? Can they just kind of, you know, learn the hard lessons in life and then just kind of uh, work in a state where they're, they're already, you know, working from their phone or from home rather than having to leave their children and, and go do the nine to five. So, and that's only because in my family, man, nobody owned a business. Like, sure, they've owned these little cleaning businesses for a couple of months, but they didn't have the grit to to turn it into something, right? They they just well, kind they didn't of... have the right information. They may have, right. the but it was ground out of them. There's a great book by Michael Gerber called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. Every entrepreneur should read that book. Any entrepreneur I work with has to read that book before I'll work with them. Because if you don't understand the principles of what running an actual business is, most entrepreneurs, this is what they think being an entrepreneur is. Hey, I'm great at being a plumber. I think I'll start a plumbing company. I'd be great at it. No, you're going to suck because being a good plumber and running a great plumbing company are two different sports. They're not even the same thing. So now instead of one job, you've got nine jobs. 
You got to know marketing. You got to know payroll. You got to know hiring people and training people. You've got to know how to scale a business. You've got to know financing. You've got to know all these different things you don't know shit about because you didn't know what it took to be an entrepreneur and what you were going to have to do when you got in. And why did they do that? Why do they not make reading like that? And that book is up there on my shelf, by the way, because I give copies away all the time to people when I meet with them. Because I tell them, you're not ready for an investment for me. You don't have a fucking clue what being an entrepreneur is. You've been watching too much Shark Tank. Or you've been watching too many videos of these guys selling courses. Mm. That ain't what it is. I've been doing this 32 years. It's all I know how to do. So I think I know what it takes to stick it out in the business. So the reason they don't want you knowing, and the reason they don't tell everybody, read this book before you start a company, is because they want you failing. That's why 87% fail in the first five mm -hmm. years. Because you're not equipped. You don't have the right information. You don't have funding lined up. You throw money at problems until you run out of money instead of having creative uh, problem-solving skills developed. Okay? So if you knew what it was before getting into it, you could prepare and you would have a much higher rate of success. The 13 families don't want you succeeding. They don't want you competing against them because if they can convince you entrepreneurship is all you got to have is the desire and a burning desire to get rich. That's all you're going to need. And you'll figure it out along the way. Hmm. That solves all the competition problems. You're going right. to fail 87% of you. So most entrepreneurs have what it takes. They don't have the right information and knowledge because it's very hidden. That's hmm. what I share with people the right information so you can prepare yourself, you can have the right tools or at least bring the right people in to your venture that have the right knowledge and, and skill sets to where you can succeed. You come in here all day, every day, it's nothing but deals happening all over the country. It's non-stop. People are blown away when they come in here and I let them shadow us for a day. That's what being an entrepreneur is. And why? Why are we able to do it? And how am I able to get people that know nothing about business making six and seven figures sitting on their couch that know nothing about these games? Because I break it down into layman's terms that anybody can understand. I figure out what are your skill sets right now? And once I figure out what you're, everyone's naturally good at something. God has blessed every single human with gifts that other people don't have. Problem is we're working shitty jobs that don't even tap into our gifts. That's why we're miserable because it's slowly eating your soul. You've got to be pursuing the things that God gave you gifts for. That's what feeds your soul. And then you never work because it ain't like work. It's play. All we do around here is play. And there's just a lot of dollars involved, but it's all play. Trust me. You've never seen so many people having fun as when you come hang out here for a day, I invite you to come do it. So you'll see it firsthand. So once I know your skill sets, of all the games we play, I can see where you fit in to where you're going to excel. And therefore, you're going to bring the most to the table for the businesses. You're going to make the most and you're going to be fulfilled. And then I'm going to open your eyes to other games that you can play with those same skill sets. So now that you've got multiple streams of income. It's not just this and you're grinding it out. That's not what it's about. It's a community. You don't go out there in the world, try to start a business, compete with all the other businesses doing the same thing you're doing. Get in with a community that wants you to thrive and that's willing to let you bounce around.
Corporate America doesn't do that. They put you down there. It takes you 20, 30 years to rise up the ladder. And it's miserable the whole time. And you lose your soul in the process. And you got to step on a bunch of people and stab a bunch of people in the back. That's not the way it was meant to be. We were all designed to help each other up, help each other on our journey along the way, not step on each other and stab each other in the back the way corporate culture culture is today. So where, where can people find this information from you for them to stop working this this nine to five if they, you know, if they're because look, man, a lot of people have gotten that quote unquote dream job, right? But there's a lot of people like myself who just don't belong in the workplace. I don't like having somebody over me. I fucking hate some idiot, some dude who is a lesser man than I am, some obese, out of shape, not a good father to his kids, but is sitting in this giant corporate role, standing over me, telling me what I need to do. And it's like, dude, you don't even have your shit. You can't even control what the fuck goes in your mouth. And you're sitting here trying to tell, like, get fucked. Like, I just, I can't deal with any of that so that's why you know i was the first one to say you know i'm going to try to build something but even that starts to get to a point where just like every other man who wants to do better man i have the same ideas often where it's like dude like there's more right, here's what we're gonna right? do man. here's what we're gonna do all right i'm gonna prove this to you your listeners everybody money is around you all day every day with just the people you know yeah. and you just don't know how to see it or capitalize or monetize it for you and them Okay. Once I show you that, and I want you to join our class, it's all free guys. I'm not teaching anybody because I got sick of people going, you're a scammer. You're just selling the court. I'm not selling shit. Find me something on my page. I'm selling. I got one product that I charge for. It's 97 bucks to get on a zoom call with me with 20 people for five freaking hours. And you can ask me anything and I'll share everything that doesn't even cover my time. Okay, trust me, or my cost to produce this content that I produce. It's 27K a month. Okay, I'm just trying to stop the bleeding on that so I can still keep helping people. I funded it myself for the first three months. So I'm already at almost 100 grand. So, you know, it's enough. I did my part. Now, I just want to start covering the cost. But I'm not going to charge you anything to start making money. Once I get you making six figures, then I feel okay about charging you for individualized coaching. Because I charge from 30K to 300K for the coaching I do. So, but I don't feel right about you taking your hard-earned money out of your pocket to hand it to me because you need it more than I need it. I promise you. So let me get you making money out of thin air that you never would have had otherwise. Now let me make you 100 grand. Now I feel good about saying, give me 30 and I'll teach you how to take that and 10 exit with some of the other games we play, okay? So I want you starting Monday, if you have the time in your schedule, join the master class, and I'm going to have you making money in the next 30 days. I guarantee it. Just by setting up phone calls for my team, for people that need money. Hmm. Everybody needs money right now. Everybody. And I can tell you where an endless supply of these people are. All you have to do is go send them a message when you see them talking in the chats. I need funding for this deal. I need funding for that deal. Uh, the banks pulled out funding on my development deal. I'm going to go bankrupt. And you just send them a, a direct message saying, hey, I've got access to an investor that's loaning money right now on deals. You want me to set up a phone call? That literally is it. That's your job. You can do it from your studio right there in an hour, two hours a day tops. And you get 10% of whatever we make on the deal. And we're getting deals from students that have only been in the class and don't know shit about this. 
in the tens of millions each deal. So your commission on that, I've got a girl that's about to make 40 grand for setting up her first phone call with us. She had to make that at her job in a year. Right. So that's just the first thing. That's the easiest thing I know that anybody can do. There's no excuse. And I don't charge you anything to teach it to. You're getting paid to learn. Yeah. Now that you're yeah, making yeah. money, now let me show you some higher level games, how to turn that 50K into 500K without being able to lose it. We don't lose at the games because we don't get involved in deals that are risky or that you could lose. We control every deal we get in or we don't get in. That's how you don't lose your money. And I think what the the bigger part of all of this for people to take away, because I know right now people could say, oh, here we go. You know, everything was good in the podcast until he started going into sales because nobody wants to hear any That's put me to the test (laughs) and let me prove it. Mm -hmm. I have so many people saying I'm full of shit. And I immediately respond with, I dare you to get on a Zoom call and prove it because you can't. I can prove what I'm saying. And anybody that won't let me try, go fuck off. I ain't got time for you because you're just a shit talker and a troll. You don't really want to change your life. You don't really want to find out that I'm telling you 100% the truth. When you get on that call, you're going to see 20, 30 other people that have watched us do it and are doing deals for them right now. And they didn't know shit about this before. So I dare anybody who doubts it to get on the call. It's free. We'll send you the link. And once I make you money in the next 30, 60 days tops, You get on there and you tell your people, I'm not full of shit. Mm. And it's real. And anybody can do it. That's how you fight back and beat the the system at its own game. Because the system runs on money. Politicians are bought by money. Every one of them are paid, paid off by the people that want them to vote a certain way. So all I have to do is make a thousand of you a millionaire. We have a billion dollars combined. A billion dollars could buy the presidential election. That's how you change shit. If you want to change all this and stop it from happening, this is how you do it. You learn how to make millions, you band together, and you fucking outspend the other guy. That's Mm -hmm. how you do it. That's how we take our planet back. We spin them into oblivion. Because once we're making millions and there's an army of multimillionaire consumers, we just don't buy their shit. We buy our things. And we starve them out. How mm. long would it take to do that? Just a few months. We could take this planet back exactly like this. This is why they want the digital currency in place. Because it's programmable. And they can tell you, you can't spend your money with that entrepreneur's shop. You can only spend it with Amazon. Right, you can't right, spend right. your money at your local locally owned grocer or bakery or whatever, tailor. You can only get it done through the companies we own. That's another reason they're doing the digital is to wipe out all small, medium business owners to where it's a handful of huge conglomerates like Amazon that are controlled behind the scenes by the 13 families. That's where you have to spend your money. It's a closed system. Nobody can compete. It's a monopoly. That's what Mm. they're going for. We could stop it in its tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you argue with it, right? Because that's you have to create a system in order to fight the system. You can't just yeah. be, you can't just have the peasants coming in and throwing fucking spears and using bow and arrows when these guys come in with tanks and jets. You know, it just yeah. it's just not how it is. You need to start buying your own tanks and jets in order to, you know, go to war with them. But what I was saying was, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who 
you know, say just that, oh, you know, it's a, it's a sales pitch. We've heard it before. And it's like, look, man, you've never heard anybody say this. And I dare you to show me anybody ever who's done this for people and done it for free. Every time I get on a Zoom with people, they're like, we can't believe you literally spend five hours of your time after a 12 hour day talking to us and alleviating our fears and telling us what to do next and telling us how to make money to change our lives. Mm-hmm. We And they've jo- joined other people's bullshit, free masterclasses where it's just a sell fest. They're not teaching you anything. They're getting you in there so they can sell you products. I'm not selling anything. Right, right. Telling you how to make money out of thin air. Right. So with the people who think that, I think what they need to do is listen to how it was approached in the beginning with, look, man, there's a morality and an energetic exchange that happens. It's not about, you know, stabbing people in the back and doing dirty business. That's the difference here. That's what I want people to kind of get from it. You can call it a sales gig. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. But at the end of the day, how many people do you hear that are approaching a situation like this? Like, look, man, I'm not charging and I understand that business shouldn't be this disgusting practice where people are just fucking other people out of opportunities and money just to get themselves to the top. Like there's an energetic portion of all of this. Like everything that you put energy into is exactly the energy that amplifies in your life and amplifies to those around you. So if you're constantly just stabbing people in the back, becoming a fucking con artist, well, you're no better than any of these politicians that you talk about. You're no better than the government that you talk shit about. So opportunities like this, people would say, oh, all the bullshit, all the shit you've already heard, right? All the troll shit. And what I will say is this is our second podcast. Now, our first podcast, we got a little more into like the masculinity and the family unit and stuff like that. Um, And what I will say is you're as advertised like they could, you know, from people saying, oh, the books behind you are fake and it's fucking backdrop, all the bullshit, all the stupid shit. Right. All the things you can find in your comment section, all that nonsense. People need to recognize that not everybody is a dickhead. And some people truly understand what is happening in the world and actually want to help. Because if they heard your story, the way I heard your story in the last pod, you know, where you kind of broke down exactly what you went through as a man. They can call it what they wanted, but they really don't know the struggle that went to being this person. Oh, yeah. Right. And there was there was a fucking lot of it, man. Like, you know exactly what it's like to go from millions to Fucking trying to scrape pennies together to try to make two cents. Right. And fifteen years, man. Right. And then to come into this position and say, not only do I not want to be in this position, but I want to make the people around me, you know, fucking stupid rich too. So that the you see, your end game isn't to make yourself rich. Your end game is to make sure, just like you said, that you have a bunch of other people that are just as wealthy so that you can literally create a secondary system to wipe this one the fuck out and start back in a way where people are believing in that whatever you believe God is, God, the universe, all uh, who cares, right? That, that we start working together in the way that we're supposed to work together and create a way more positive uh, you know, spin on the way the world works. I mean- the, the last time we spoke, you were talking about how much you care about your kids and the world they grow up in. And, dude, all of that. Like, dude, you're a fucking normal guy, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know why people seem to think that anybody who tries to, you know, help people. And, you know, I get it, though. Like, how much bullshit is there out there? A lot. They It's flooded. That's why it's very difficult to see the truth when you hear it, because that voice has been quieted so much. And let me let me clarify something. 
I'm absolutely doing this to get rich. It's what I do for a living. It's what I've done for 32 years. And if I wasn't making money and I was broke, I'd do something else. But what I do pays handsomely. So yeah, I want to get rich too. Uh, you know, I'm not a saint, but I don't want to get rich at anyone else's expense. I don't want you paying me money for a bullshit course or book or coaching that didn't make you rich on top of it. That I can't feel good about. I can't take your money and be happy spending it if you didn't, if your life didn't change because of that interaction, because we met each other. I need to leave you way better than I found you. Okay. Mm. Now, not every deal works out. I've learned a lot and had a lot of failures, man, in 32 years. But that's what's got me here with the information and the wisdom and the knowledge of what deals, what games to stay out of so I don't have those losses anymore. Mm -hmm. And I can teach everyone else how to do that. That's what eats up most entrepreneurs. They don't know what not to do. They don't know what they don't know. They're good at certain things. Like I was good at deal structure and making money. I didn't know how to protect my assets. And I sure as hell didn't know about environmentally contaminated properties and people that can rook you out of all these different lessons that I learned along the way that mm. were unbelievably painful. I mean, I made millions, lost millions twice in my life. Okay. Before I learned asset protection, how to protect everything, just like the billionaires do. The average billionaire owns 250 companies or more. They file on average 12 to 15 bankruptcies a year on those companies and the bad debt. It's just a tool. They created the tool. And then they want to make you, the consumer, feel bad if you ever need to use it. Hmm. And you have to start over again. The billionaires do it. They don't lose a single asset. They keep everything. They just lose the bad debt and roll right on. I can show you how to do the same thing, too. It's not hard. All of these games, all these loopholes they use, they're all legal. There's nothing wrong with They've just convinced you. If you do anything the way they do it, you're a shyster. There's something not right here. You're scamming. Hmm. You're whatever. That's what they use to keep you from doing mm. what they're doing because they don't want you competing. They don't right. want you learning that you could accumulate wealth just like that. It ain't hard. If if it doesn't show people that you're really trying to teach individuals that the game that is being played is just what you said. You've got a narcissistic system at the top that is telling you that you're bad for using the exact same fucking tools that these people are using. And for That's some right. reason, you're poor and they're rich, stupid rich, filthy rich, all the money in the world, right? Yes. Never have to worry about uh, they walk into a restaurant or to eat whatever the fuck they want, plan their whole night. They don't even know how much it costed. That's how rich these people are, right? But here we are like, oh, my God, file bankruptcy. You're That's it for you. Now your credit's fucked. And it's like, uh, do we have to talk about the credit system and how corrupt that bullshit is too? But that's a lot of people. They've convinced right. you the credit system's real. I don't mm -hmm. have credit. I don't need credit. We pay cash for things. So right. all you got to do is learn how to make money. You don't need credit either. You're above that system. Who do you think created that system? The system where you feel like, oh my gosh, I got to pay my payments on time or, or my score might get dinged. Who might benefit from that? Oh, the banks, the people who loan you the money. Oh, right. well, who owns the banks? Oh, the 13 families. Wow. Imagine that. So it all goes back. If you break mm -hmm. down each and every game, each and every system, whether it's healthcare, whether it's food, whether it's education, whether it's uh, uh, finance, all of those games are rigged and lead back to the 13 families. They all benefit them. And I can break it down step by step and show you each and every one if you cared to take the time. Mm -hmm. So wake up. All right. Nobody's out there to help you. Nobody's out there to save you. You got to save yourself. Find your tribe. Find people like us that are willing to pull the curtain back on the games and show you how to do it. 
And I'm not asking you to trust me. I don't give a shit if you trust me or not. You shouldn't, in fact. You don't even know me. I could be the biggest con artist on the planet, and you would never know if I'm good at it till it's too late. I'm telling you to put me to the test. Show up for the class, watch it happen, and then tell me what you think. Okay? Don't talk to me if you've not even come to the class and seen it. And talk to the other students and listen to their stories and their experience with us. I've got people dropping their entire lives after a week or two of being in that class. And I'm not kidding. Alex sitting right there was one of them. After two Zoom calls and classes, he dropped everything and moved here. I sent him a plane ticket. He's here. I've got six other people now that are moving here, leaving their lives behind after they were in the class for a few weeks. Once you see and your eyes are open, you won't be able to go back to sleep again. I promise. Well, man, I think that's, uh, I think it's something that uh, I'll definitely check out with you. I'll take you up on the offer. I'm not a man to sit here and listen to somebody who's very confident in themselves. And and obviously, dude, I entertained you enough to have you on my podcast. Uh, we've spoken twice now. I believe in you as a person uh, long before I'll believe in you as a, you know, a, a businessman or whatever you'd like to call it. I've sat down and had an actual intimate conversation with you that goes long beyond all the shit that we're talking about. And, uh, for me, I think that, that that that's worth more to me. It's like, you know, when somebody who can give you a stern handshake and look you in the eye is worth a lot more to me than somebody who can sit there and talk their fucking ass off. But speaking, right? everybody's talking shit that I wear glasses all the time. These lights are super bright, okay? Mm -hmm. But I have a botched LASIK surgery that happened to me two years ago to where I can't see anymore. I have very hard vertigo, depth perception problems, bright lights really bother me. I'm looking for a surgeon now to overcome it. Probably going to have to sue the guy that did it. He went out of business. He wasn't supposed to do the surgery. And it jacked my vision. I got one eye that sees far, one eye that sees close. So nothing. It's very difficult to think straight. The glasses make it more comfortable. All of these people that tell me you're hiding things because you won't show your eyes. Fuck out of here, man. You know, you don't know me from Adam. Why don't you ask me? Why do you wear glasses all the time? Because it's more comfortable. Because I had a botched eye surgery. And now I'm very light sensitive. Okay, so get off my back, man. If I want to wear fucking glasses, <laughs> I wear glasses. I even have people say, you're a demon. You don't have eyes. That's why you're wearing glasses. Holy you can see plenty fuck of my us. videos where I don't wear glasses. Okay, but then it got to where the lights really bother me and give me headaches and stuff. So I'll wear glasses if I want to. All right, stop looking for reasons to tear me down and throw rocks at me. Just come try it. Just come watch it and then make your decision. If it's not for you, leave. But be nice. Be cordial. I'm a nice guy. You know, I get intense at times because I take so much heat, man. I'm sure you do too. Speaking uh -oh. the truth the way you do and being vulnerable the way you yeah. are, like is unheard of in men today, which I really admire, by the way. I've told you that before. Like that means a lot. That tells me who you are as a man. And that's hard to find, especially at your age, man. Men have forgotten how to be men. Yeah. And it's really great to connect with someone who's like-minded, has the same vibrations, and really embraces being a vulnerable, manly man. Both sides. You got to have both. The yin, the yang, the feminine, and the, Absolutely. the male. And you have that, man. And I really appreciate it. And that's why I really want to get you in our tribe. And I'll do anything to help you build your dreams. Uh, and I'd love to have you in the community, dude, because we have some stellar people. And it's attracting a lot of the same vibration from around the country. You'd be shocked. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm a real guy. I got eyes, you know, I just like to be comfortable. I like to be uncomfortable and have headaches. 
uh, with all these lights and things. So just cut me some slack, man. I got feelings too. I yeah. get up, I get intense. That's the competitive side of me um, from sports and all that kind of thing. So when people talk a bunch of shit or that you tap into something where I've taken a lot of heat, I get very intense. Yeah. I'm really a nice guy. So be nice. I'll be nice. That's all, man. And that's just it, man. People forget that, you know, you get the criticisms and I've been getting it for, you know, a solid three years. If you think it's bad now, dude, in the very, very beginning of this whole COVID fiasco, I was one of the oh, very first, the very first who was saying this is bullshit, dude. It was fucking insane. <laughs> dude, like I went from I went from somebody who was a normal guy, father of two, you know, business owner doing my thing, helping people every single place that I could to this absolute piece of dog shit that you just stepped on in the yard. It was insane. <laughs> and mind you, I'm one of those people who firmly believes that what other people think of me is none of my business. Yeah. And I I really don't care. Th think whatever the fuck you want, right? Uh end of the day there was there's everything from death threats to all dude, it it's intense, man, but all that I've noticed is I'm grateful for all of it because it's brought me to meet the people that I was supposed to be aligned with. At this point in time, at this very particular point in time, if you are not being very careful of who you select to be around you, who you select to give your time to, time is the real currency. Fuck money. Money doesn't mean shit. Your time is absolutely everything. Look, when you spent it, there is no making more. It's fucking spent, period. And a lot of people forget that. So who I give my time to, who I reach out for the podcast, you know how many hundreds of inquiries I get a week for this podcast? It's a ton. But I, dude, I only have, what, four, you're going to be like my 14th episode, my 14th, 15th, because I don't find people interesting. And I don't care that you have 600,000 followers. You're lame. I don't care about your, your gym shit that you do and like, cool, you're in shape. But what do you have to offer people? What do you have, like... If I contact a person and all they say is me, 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 I, 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 me, 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 you've lost me. Yeah. That's it. You you provide no value. So the goal of this podcast is to bring people on that provide value. Some of the people that I've had on have no followers, but they provide value, right? When people listen to those episodes, they call me in tears. I get these, you know, messages and these stories of, you know, all of this shit that's happening because I'm someone who's open about losing a child. I get all these Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the true stories, the the things that where people can truly like, fuck, man, the, the best ones that I get is like, dude, you know, over the last three years, I wanted to have my life. And then I found your page and found someone who was making sense. And do you know what that does to me as a man, as a human being? Dude, that's it makes you huge. feel value. It makes your life have value. Absolutely. A lot of us don't feel like our life means much. It doesn't have value. I'm getting it a taste of what you're talking about. But I told you this on the last podcast, dude, like you almost brought me to tears um, because just how open and vulnerable you were about your child. And I am a father. I have two children and I would die in an instant without hesitation yeah. for my children 10 times over. And I can't fathom. Thank the Lord. And I thought what I went through was tough. I just pray every day and thank God that he hadn't put me through that pain yet. Yeah. And hopefully I'll go before my kids go because I don't want to ever feel that. So I can't even fathom not only that you're able to pick yourself up and continue on, but the how open and vulnerable you are about it with sharing. That's God, man. That's God speaking course, and allowed yeah. you to use that pain 
And as you share that pain, did it not help heal you when you first started sharing of it? Course, and of course. seeing the impact it had on others that were suffering with the same thing? Yeah. That's how God uses the community. That's how he's showing us we're all one. And sharing our pain and suffering heals us in the process. That's what it was for. It was so we could share it. And then by sharing our pain and suffering, it heals and allows others to get back up off the ground and carry on another day where before they didn't have the will to carry on. You know how many lives you probably saved, man, by being like you are and being vulnerable and bringing the people on regardless of the fucking followers. And most of the fucking followers of the people I see are fucking fake. Yeah, you know man. how you know? Because people that have a three quarter, and I can name one right now. He's such a scammer. I hate it. He stole $65,000 from me. Anyway, got three quarters of a million followers on his page and he'll, he'll buy all the likes and shit. But he's got like five or six comments, 50,000 yep. likes, yep. Yeah, yeah. five or six comments. That tells you it's all fucking fake. Yeah. All the likes are fake. Those are bots. You buy mm -hmm. those. You buy followers. People do all that bullshit. Not a single one of ours. Now, I can't say somebody and put a bot on there, but the team is responsible for going through there. And if they find one, delete it. Yeah, they yeah. never bought a single follower ever. Never will I. I've told everybody, I catch you doing any bullshit like that to prop up numbers. I'll fire you, fire you in two seconds. We're authentic. I don't care if we got three followers. I don't care about it. We're going to be authentic in the place people could come and get real talk, or we're not going to do this shit. Right. right that's right. what I love about you. And that's why I want to help you promote your pod. That's why I want the recording of this so I can put it on my page. Yeah. Yeah. You to buy people because, dude, more people need to know about you. More people need to find the real people that are having real talk that will genuinely make your life better. And that's hard well, to find today. Is it ever, man? Is it ever? And, and authenticity and integrity are the two things that I fucking strive for every day of my life, dude. If it doesn't feel right, if I have to act like something, pretend to be someone, do something that just, you know, it doesn't feel right. If it doesn't benefit, you know, someone else or or my family in some way, then I just don't fucking do it, man. Like I... I don't care about the like to to buy followers or buy your blue check or that that shit is so fucking weak to me, man. Like, it's just one of these things. Like, are you really that narcissistic that you're just pleasing yourself? I mean, the followers aren't even real. I know people who have a complete fake following that's like at a million and they post a million stories and a million posts a fucking day. And it's like, dude, you're literally talking to yourself like that's yeah. fucked up, man. <laughs> like, you got some problem. Like, I, I, I reach out to a lot of them and just message them like, hey, are you good? Right, like you okay? Because dude, there's there's something deep there where like dude, you're literally performing for yourself. That's fucked up. That's, That's so weird to me. But anyway, man, this is this has been another you know absolutely great talk. Um, and and just like the last time, man, it's a tradition throughout the show. So I'm gonna ask you this again: if there are three things that you would tell the 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 if there's three things that you would tell the world right now that would make it a better place, what would those three things be? Mm. Find God's voice inside you. Go out to the woods, seek it. Turn off all the media, turn off the social stuff, uh, unless it's feeding you like this stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. But the whole propaganda, the whole getting on there, half-naked bullshit for likes and all that, come on, man. You're you're worth so much more than your body. That's all going to go away at some point, just so you know, ladies. you know Nobody's going to want to see you half-naked when you're 70. So you're not Martha Stewart, okay? So... <laughs> Find your value in your soul. And listen, I know that's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings because that's where their value and worth is coming from. Mm. I have an ex just like that. Okay. Where's shit that's so inappropriate in her mid forties. It's embarrassing. 
Okay. Luckily, she ain't around. I got nothing to do with her. But I, I'm I'm sad for her, man. I'm not here to tear her down or make fun or any of that. It it hurts my heart to see that that's all you think that you're worthy of. Do you know what God put inside of you? Do you know the queen that God calls you to be and created you to be? And you've let the 13 families and media and men who don't hold you in high regard reduce you to a body, skin. And the more you reveal, the more likes you get, which feeds into that whole mm. myth and that lie that that's where your value lies. Fuck all that. Okay, find your true value. That's your heart and your soul. That's your value that you bring to a man or to a situation because you are the heart and soul of any family. That is your job is to be the heart and soul, the nurturing. Teach your children, teach your husband how to be a good man, how to have heart and soul and feelings. That's what your worth is. Uh, so that was the first thing. Find your value in God. Go talk to him quiet place, woods, nature, he will start speaking to you. Mm -hmm. Good enough, he will start speaking to you and follow that voice, okay? Next thing is stop believing the lie because this is what's going to change everything. We don't do this, it's over. We're done. Stop believing the lie about how you make money and how difficult it is to make millions. It's a lie. I can prove it. Come to one of the classes. They're free. There's no reason not to give it a try and see if I'm full of shit. It wouldn't cost you 30 minutes of your time to find out. Okay. And what happens if I'm full of shit? Nothing. It doesn't hurt you one iota. You just watch a couple less cat videos or one less rerun of friends. Okay. But what happens if I'm telling the truth? Your whole life changes. Your family's life changes if they want in. Your kids' lives changes because they'll never go get a job and do the rat race thing. Their kids' lives change. They'll never do it either. It changes your whole lineage moving forward, okay? That's what you get. You've got nothing to lose, so give it a shot. Uh, the next thing is the entire world is being gaslit. Mm. The entire world is being gaslit and manipulated by a group of 13 families of narcissists, evil narcissists. Rise above the game, learn the truth of the world, and learn how to beat them at their own game. We can have, you have no idea the world this was supposed to be when God created it. The system he set up to benefit us all, for us all to be a tribe and a community, loving one another, helping one another, and they've robbed it from us. And we've forgotten the truth. Get back to finding the truth. Find the tribe that will tell you the truth, no matter how difficult it is, and will support you through coming out of the matrix. Because it's hard to come out on your own. Because you're going to have to leave a lot of people behind that don't want to know the truth and don't want to hear it. Yeah. And are just going to try to tear you down when you try to share it. There's a lot of us out here. And we're forming. That's why I got on social media to begin with, is to find our tribe around the world. And we band together to change things. We have the power, not them. They've convinced you otherwise, and you believed it. It's bullshit. It's a lie. We have the power, and we could stop this in an instant if we just had the numbers. But it also takes billions and billions 
of dollars. So that's why we're creating armies of millionaires. And we all band together as a community and we starve them out. It's real simple. It would all stop. We could take their power away in an instant if we would all just wake up to the truth. Well, Michael, once again, man, it's been one of uh, one hell of a conversation and uh, do my platform is your platform. Anytime you ever need to uh, get anything out there, anytime you you know need to hop on a show, make a post, do a live, whatever the fuck it is, man, you uh, you just let me know. And uh, I'm definitely uh, definitely on your team, man. I appreciate you as a human being. So that's something that, uh, you know, when I find somebody that I truly appreciate, I uh, I become, you know, somebody who can serve them in whatever way possible. And uh Hey man, it's just the way humanity was supposed to be, right? We're all supposed to make sure that you find your tribe, and when you find them, you fucking support them. And support right. doesn't always come in the form of of you know financial or monetary gain. Support just comes into sometimes just you know posting their shit or you know supporting right. them when they're doing something, celebrating their wins. And uh, dude, you got a friend of me, so I appreciate you coming on the pod, man. Likewise, anything I can do to help, man. All you gotta do is reach out, send me this recording. I'm putting it on my page because all my followers need to know about you. And uh, the fact that you speak the truth and you're seeking the same things we're seeking. So the yeah, more man. of us that are connecting and sharing resources and information and wisdom, the better off we're all going to be. The sooner we're all going to wake up. So I appreciate you, man, more than you know. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for having me on here. It was an honor. Second time around, uh, the conversation's always good. It's yeah, always man. easy. And I always get value from it. I always take gold away Every time I talk to you, man, I appreciate the vulnerability and everything that you do. Really do, man. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir.